everybody, and welcome back to the Games Are Queer podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Signer, and uh, th- this week's a little different because we have two guests this week, so why don't you introduce yourselves first, Edward? Hi, my name is Edward Varnell, or if, if you want to know me more, I'm Eddie V. I am co-founder of Boss Rush Network, um, where me and my two best friends, uh, Jesse Douglas and Corey Derrick, um, we create podcast content and have various shows. So uh, you can check us out. All right, and LeBron. Hi, everybody. I'm LeVron Dawkins. I am one of the hosts for the uh, Crossroads PlayStation podcast uh, from Boss Rush Games. Uh, I'm also just a uh, regular, regular average gamer and uh, Twitch streamer. I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty new to the streaming scene, even though technically I've been doing it for almost a year now. But yeah, uh, just, uh, just part of the Boss Rush crew and just uh, having fun doing it. Awesome. And um, can you tell us a little bit about boss rush first of all so boss rush oh (laughs) yeah Uh, so boss rush gangs um is where we uh where we are a place about positivity and you know support um our motto is play gangs be better we want to make sure that people who come to it feel welcome in our community uh that you know, it's all about gangs and, you know, we can laugh along with you, but also support you. And if you want promotion, we can help promote your show and everything. Um, it's just a place of that. We love video games, but we also love movies and comics and wrestling. So we have different avenues of content. And of course, we got writing that people could come in and read and we do reviews and stuff and watch our uh, streaming, um, streaming shows and stuff. Uh, so we, that's what we kind of are about. Bus Rush Games. All right, awesome. And um, before we go any further, um, just so we have a baseline here, um, what are your queer identities? Uh, Edward first. I am uh, bisexual, uh, and that that's pretty much it. <laughs> okay. Okay. About that. And Laura. <laughs> Uh, I also identify as bisexual. Okay. All right. So um, I wanted to ask you to, um, first of all, what got you into the podcasting game? Um, and uh, how did you get started, basically? So for me, uh, even before Boss Rush and, and everything, I st- and I still have this podcast, Um during the one up days, I was writing a blog called Optional Opinion. And then I t- ended up turning that into a podcast where it's a one man show, um, which is pretty, pretty much me, um, talking about gangs that are talking about topics we normally don't talk in the video gang community and the industry. Um, so I've been doing that for a while. I met some other friends and I helped them with their podcast. And then me and Corey, we met and talked together and started, uh, talking about Nintendo. Nintendo stuff and we ended up doing the Nintendo Power Block. Um, and then later on, we just make uh, we kept podcasting for years, so that's kind of how I got into podcasting. Um, and then I met Laurent on Twitter and we talked, and you know, 
nerding out and laughing and everything and you know i asked him on one of our podcasts and it was just so much fun having with them and he ended up joining our network and yeah he's hosting uh uh crossroads our playstation podcast so but i've been podcasting this would be about four seven years um that i've been podcasting wow uh and and before i move on real quick i just want to shout out that um i actually now that you bring it up i do remember your vlog on one up and um (laughs) uh yeah i I completely forgot till now (laughs) but um that i I sort of have roots at one up as well um I, i wrote some articles for them and right before they went under but um, it's great that people who are who were part of it back then are still plugging away at making their own content and stuff. Um, so, Laron, how did you? So, I know you talked to Edward to get in, involved with podcasting, but um, did you have any experience before that with like anything like podcasting? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, um, as a matter of fact, I used to be with a group called uh, Pop Culture Shock. Uh, we were, we, uh, let's see, I gotta think far, how far back it was. Um, I probably have to look at a resume at this point, but I know we were, we were in the, um, early 2000s. Um, it was a group of us and we basically, we basically did reviews and all sorts of stuff and, uh, and, and blogging and, and podcasting and stuff. Uh, we covered, we covered the broad spectrum of entertainment. So music, movies, TV shows, video games, comic books. We were doing it all. And um and and um I was a um, I was a senior editor for the uh for the uh, for the group at the time so yeah I was I was heavily into it uh, back then you know it was more like it was more blogging um and then um and then so recently let me see ah oh, God I can't remember how long Pop Culture Shock has been defunct for a while and um and I've been one to I've been wanting to do some stuff as far as like streaming on Twitch and things like that but I was like I I gotta be a little I gotta be a little more unique so I wonder. So I talked to some old buddies of mine who I'm still in contact with from Pop Culture Shock and just asked them a few questions about how they were, um, how they were, how they got started and everything. Because I was, I was figuring I just wanted to wind up becoming like the one man Pop Culture Shock guy, and now I was gonna start doing it all because like I'm, I'm a nerd, so you know, like I love a lot of sci-fi stuff, <laughs> and I'm, I, you know, I'm a grown ass man that still watches cartoons and anime and all this stuff, and you know, of course I play video games and things like that, so I'm always excited about something. Uh, so, uh, so my buddy Howard, he gave me some advice about it and, you know, I was like, okay, well, well, I know I play Monster Hunter World a lot, so that'd be the first thing I start streaming. <laughs> and then pretty much that's how I got, that's how I got into streaming and doing stuff online. And then, and then, uh, I can't remember like how, like Ed and I crossed paths, but we crossed paths somehow on Twitter. I, I don't even know, like, uh, did, did I reply to something of yours or did something of mine draw you in or something, Ed? I can't remember. I, uh, I, there was a picture that I, I see and I replied to it. And then I just, when I clicked on it, I was just like, all this, I seen all this nerdy stuff in, in Star and, uh, sci-fi stuff and i was just and you know you working out and everything i was just like oh i need to talk to him <laughs> and everything because it was just like oh he is so cool like he's so down to earth and then uh yeah it like i said reaching out and everything and then and then next thing i know like i'm i got invited up to one of them i got invited on to one of uh boss rush uh boss rush's podcast shows um yeah so we it did was, uh, uh our pride panel um yes so uh 
you know, I was talking to LeBron, like messaging him on, on Twitter and, um, uh, we had did a Black Lives Matter panel and I was just like, you know what? Let's do a pride panel. Cause, and, you know, me and Corey and Jesse was talking. I was like, because we haven't had like really queer, like representation or like seeing that queer people really are part of the gaming culture and everything. So I invited around and we just had a great old time laughing. Mm hmm. Yep, and then um, and then what I didn't know is uh was uh, after that podcast show went live and everything, and after the audience had started getting feedback and all of a sudden all of a sudden people who were watching their regular subscribers to Boss Rush Games all of a sudden were was asking to have me back and stuff and I was like oh I made that big of an impression and so that's and so ultimately I got I got scooped up by Boss Rush Games and I'm part of the fold. <laughs> That's great how that works out, and um, I, I did get it. I have been listening to your show, and I have to say, all y'all are uh, very. You're very comfortable around each other, and you're very, like, very conversational and all of that. How do you, how do you get that chemistry when you're doing a podcast? It's it well, of course, our love for snacks <laughs> that has been one of our things uh that that gets everybody we, of course we love food uh of course, us learning talking about gaming and everything, but it's actually just being feeling natural and being respecting to each other um because even though and we talk to a lot of people get a lot of opinions and everything and viewpoints it's just that we end up having this conversation and sometimes we'll get into it and we'll be like we need to say this for the podcast and sometimes we can't uh we can't do it because it feels so natural we feel so energetic and so exciting and even when we feel like we're disagreeing with each other or uh, things doesn't things doesn't feel just like ah uh, we gotta leave it like there. We always show love to each other. We always tell each other, you know, I love you, uh, peace out, and everything like that. Um, it 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 is just like a brotherly and sister kind of family friendly loving thing. You know, you always want to respect everybody when they're speaking and give them the chance to speak their piece. Uh, I always say nobody's right. Nobody's wrong or anything. It's just good to have somebody's voice being heard. And it just happened to be multiple voices and multiple opinions and viewpoints being heard. So it's a, it's just very natural. Yeah, just adding into that, um, I will I will say, you know, like it, it, it's always it's always a wonderful thing. Like it's always magical when like people who are like minded have the same passions and, you know, and, you know, and, and definitely have different diversities and stuff all wind up in one place, you know, with one one or two things in common. And it's and it's always just amazing. Like, you, know, uh, I, I can't I can't really explain our chemistry. It's, it's crazy, though, because like we we intermingle throughout the different shows. We got a show geared towards Nintendo. We got a show geared towards Xbox. We got a show geared towards uh, towards Sony. We've got we've got we've got shows geared towards various other aspects, you know. And so, like, each one of us are bouncing around in different shows because we have like a regular panel for each individual show, and then we have people that just like, oh, I'll come over to I'll come over to the PlayStation show for 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 uh for a recording, or I'll come over to to the Pal Block Nintendo show for a recording. And what and one thing that's that's crazy about it is no matter who intrudes on another podcast or with the other group, it's it's like we're just all old friends. Like you know, even if the, even if they're brand new as their first show, like it's it's crazy. I I can't explain how our chemistry works, but. I love it. Yeah. 
Well, I love it too, honestly, just as a listener. <laughs> um, so you, you were talking about like-minded individuals, um, basically just talking with each other and having representation. Um, and you said you were first, uh, you first got together through a pride panel, you two. Um, so I wanted to ask, um, how important has it been to get your voice out there as uh, bisexual bisexual men um, who love games? Uh, I'm Laurent, you go first. Um, honestly, for me, I think the I think the best way for me to answer that question is is that actually uh, let me let me get into a little bit of history about myself um, for. For a while, you know, because um, because of my upbringing and stuff, I grew up in a conservative family and stuff like that. So you know, you know, like you 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 believe everything in the Bible. You you start re- you start thinking that you know, your a way of life is not the correct way of life, and it could and you could damage your potential to like you know, like have a, a forever afterlife and stuff like that, or a good afterlife and stuff like that. And and so yeah, so I I wound up with such a flawed view of myself that. That it took a while for me to actually accept myself, but the but and the the crazy thing about it was is that I never actually hid like it from but but I've hid it from like from my public consumption. If people figured it out, you know, they figured it out. It wasn't like I I advertised or anything like that. So ultimately, once I got more comfortable in my skin and stuff, I still I still managed just to I still saw myself maintaining that whole like if they know they know if they don't know you know. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter because, because um, I feel like, I feel like for me, my sexuality is is just a, is just one part of my whole being. You know, like there's so much there's so much about me. I'm I'm a nerd. I'm an IT guy. Um, I write. Um, I do this. I do that. I work out. I dance. I you know it's it's all and you know just and you know being a man that's attracted to men and women. You know, like is just just another part of the recipe for me. So. So identity for me, um, yes, I do, I do, I do claim my identity, but uh, I've always managed to make it. You know, like it's 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 a chapter in the story. It's not the whole story. Uh, so a little background about me when it comes to uh, my sexual identity, um, it is never was present. You know, people couldn't tell if I was straight or gay or whatever. Um, for me, it had always been about my skin color and the way that I looked and people will always make fun of it. And as you know, as a black person hearing that from your own community that, you know, because you're dark skinned, you're, you're not, they didn't even see you as human in a sense. They just seen you as a joke to them. So dealing with that, it actually, it actually affected my self-esteem and I was more focused on my self self-esteem esteem than my sexuality. I think when I got older and got comfortable with my sexuality, it was just, it is what it was. You know, I, you know, I like guys, I like girls and everything. Um, but everything I do is kind of comedic and everything. And people who, who come to me and, you know, are kind of like, are you this or, or that? I just be like, I'm by, you know, and I just, uh, I'll be open up and everything and tell them. Um, so when it came to like my identity, it was mostly first, uh, of who I am 
as a person and what my skin color is. And I, I, when I look, when I look and think about it, I'm just like, yeah, I was dark skinned. I had a particular look, but I'm like, out of all of that stuff, out of all of everything, I was getting straight A's. I was on the National Honor Society. I was able to go to Canada and sing. I got to get, I got to sing it at Epcot, you know, and I got to do all of these opportunities. And they're just like, I, I've, I've been blessed when others weren't. So all the people who made fun of my skin, didn't get to have the opportunities that I got to have. They didn't get to go to Epcot Center. They didn't. They didn't get to meet these uh, celebrities and you know sing at this Catholic church. They didn't get to do any of that. So my so at, now that I think about, it, I was just like, you know, yes, whatever my sexual identity was to them or whatever they guessed, I let them be. I let them guess. But now it's just like I've. I'm a bisexual who had a lot of opportunities and doing a lot of great stuff and still getting opportunities to do things. So, but you know, I, I, I like what I like, I guess. (laughs) That's fair. Yeah. Um, thank you for being very, uh, honest about, um, your backgrounds. Um, I know, I know that a, a lot of, uh, a lot of people aren't, are, don't go that deep. And I, I know I have, a the, the real, the whole reason I wanted to start this podcast, obviously, is because I wanted to br- bring voices who, um, are queer in games. And that's because I spent a lot of time in the closet for, because conservative, upbringing and all that so um and like you said it's it's just one part of the whole but um i I do appreciate that it is part of the whole and um i appreciate you y'all being frank about your struggles whether it's sexuality or race related or any of that so Thank you for that. Um, <laughs> um, so now I wanted to ask, have you f- found it any difficulty with um, sexuality or your race or any anything like anything like that wh- while you're putting yourself out there in the very public view? Has there been, has there been difficulties like that? For me, not really. The the thing about me is that if you talk to me, you'll recognize something different. I'm going to beat your expectations. And I'm not going to meet them. I'm going to beat them. Um, because I'm a person that's like down to earth, that's humble, but like will talk to you and be real with you. I could be sassy too when I need to, but I'll be, be sassy in a sarcastic way. Um, and when people meet, when people meet me, they don't get intimidated. They get more surprised by my age and the way that I look than they do, um, thinking I'm just a certain black person, you know, I, I've had one incident, uh, 
that dealt with race against me from a customer at, at work and, and being called a certain word because I wouldn't sell them cigarettes. And that's the only time that I, I have ever had anything. Other than that, more, most people will, most people who, who interact with me, they enjoy interacting with me. They'd be like, I, I, I like talking to this person. I like hanging out with this person. Um, because I've, I've always been a person of giving respect when it's well deserved. And I rather just have a great conversation and make you feel good about your day, wherever you're at, you know, that's, that's always been me. And so when they realize, so when they realize that this kind of person is coming out from being black, um, they, they get, people get surprised and everything. Laurent? uh for for me uh it's kind of it's kind of weird like like i said like i usually just i usually don't like uh like i don't upfront anything about like my sexuality and stuff like that you know like i like and i think that i think that comes from you mentioned you mentioned earlier about being in the closet i think that comes from that the aspect of that i mean you know when um when i got out of high school of course i explored my sexuality and stuff like that but you know it was still one of those situations where i was like i think i need to keep this a secret for a while and you know that time spent before you know i got comfortable you know and thing and you know with my with myself and and things did affect like just my just like the way my brain goes about it, uh, which is I've gotten to a point where, you know, like I just, you know, there's some, sometimes, you know, a lot of people lead with their sexuality mm. and like introductions and stuff like that. And I, I, I've, I've never felt the need for that. Um, even when, even when, even when it sometimes it seems prudent that you should do that, but I've never felt the need to do that. And, and, um, and it's not like I'm trying to just be like mysterious or anything like that, you know, but it's more, it's more on the long, the lines of, you know, like, uh, like, you know, that's, that's not important to like the fact of the matter, but what, what I have, what I will say to this going, uh, you know, to answer your question a little more, a little more, a little more clearly is that, uh, when people do find out that I'm living an alternative lifestyle, as far as sexuality goes, you know, like, are you know, if you're not straight, then, you know, like, you know, sometimes that can be just a, that can just change the trajectory of any conversation you have with somebody and things like that. And then, you know, yeah, uh, you add in, you add in the skin color, you know, like a black guy, you know, not only are we going into territory that they're uncomfortable with now, they're uncomfortable with trying to, trying to see if they could find a way to understand you because there's another level where they might become intimidated because it might get racially charged and stuff like that. And, and the cool thing about me is I'm, I'm very, I'm very down to earth and I'm, and I'm, and I'm, and, and I'm, I'm a people person. So, you know, like I'm one of those people where, you know, I won't, I won't, I won't find the challenge, you know, if someone is having a hard time dealing with it, I'll, I'll look for the way to actually, um, to actually sit down and like have the conversation and, you know, like just explain things, you know, I'm not trying to shape minds or anything like that, but you know, like I like having conversations. So it's, it's easier for me to turn around and say, Hey, well, this is what, this is what's going on. And, you know, I just, I just hope you understand it, you know, and stuff like that. For me, I'll just drop it low when I feel like it. I'll, I'll, I'll literally twerk. I'll be at work acting a fool. So sometimes there'll be n- nobody there and they'll be playing just like a good, like, uh, there's a, there's a song by Jade, uh, Hey Mr. DJ. Um, that was back in the nineties. <laughs> and sometimes we'll be dead at work and my female coworkers, they'll see me snapping and then I'll just get behind something and then just drop it low and pop it and they just fall out laughing and everything. So I, I try to be sarcastic. I try to have fun with them. 
Yeah, that that's that's honestly valid. Um, and uh, so I'm, I want to bring it a little back to games a little bit. Um, I know okay. it's. Um, representation is a little rough when you have intersections of different identities that aren't as represented in games. So I wanted to ask how y'all feel about um, um, the representation you see in games currently for like queer black people. I think right now it's more open and accepted in a sense. And I, and this going to sound weird to some people, but I, that, but I give thanks to Mass Effect for that. Mass Effect was kind of the first game that allowed you to have a same sex relationship, allowed you to customize the character that you wanted to be, allowed you to explore in this universe, you know, what kind of path you want to take. And, when we see more of that in the Mass Effect games, it kind of showed the people how that your sexuality is a part of you as a character. It's part of your journey as a story. It don't have to be super explicit that some people want to make it, but you know, having that freedom to choice just to do it and, and show it in the game is great. Um, you know, when it comes to, uh, like, when it comes to like black people in games, um, uh, we get we'll see most of that in customization, like when you could customize your character or anything, like Saints Row Three or something. Um, but we're seeing now more people, more black people get involved into stuff in games, and we're seeing more protagonists being able to tell their story. We don't really sometimes focus on their sexuality or something, or have them have a game kind of recognize our sexuality and everything us is about i want to know what the narrative is what these characters and this lore is going to be about and well if the character is hot we'll let you know that the character is hot like if you look on twitter it's just the release of hades on switch and seeing all the comments from straight and gay people you would be like wow these there's some hot people on here that people have been going crazy and we haven't had anything like that in games um so now to like see us uh to see more queerness in games like the last of us uh with ellie and stuff or i should say part two how that kind of like it's there to show a little bit of her of her character but she'll still run and murder somebody she'll still sneak around and kill you with a bottle and stuff and you would go hours upon doing that more than you see her kissing a girl or something like that so uh, i think in games now it's more accepted and it's more open now there are people who are who still have that mentality that they don't want this in games but you can't say that you want new ideas and new stories to be told if things like that cannot be placed in games and stuff if you are a person like i don't want queerness in games then go stay with playing call of duty or in fact go play uno or something like go live somewhere and do something that's old that you're comfortable with don't play games that's really going to be going deep and talk talk stuff i there was um there was a thing about God of War that came out that a lot of people have just like, oh, the the story, the characters, the narrative. And I'm a person to be like, 
we've been talking about narratives since Chrono Trigger. Where have you been at? You know, and like you are, some people are now just recognizing things that we have been knowing for decades or, or I would want to say centuries, decades and years in gaming. You know, we, we love to hear stories about queer characters. Um, th- there, uh, w- there was an idols game that came out, uh, that was like a cell shaded one. She was a stealth one. And I cannot fear effect. Fear effect. Fear effect. Like that was one of the first kind of lesbian characters that we recognized mm-hmm. in, in games. And no one was really like talking about it, but it was just shocking to see that they were able to take that step for people to talk about in everything you know yeah um i think um i i I like i like the way gaming is going um you know like it's i i I feel like it's it's one of those things the developers realize that you know like their their market base you know is not 100 percent straight people there Mm -hmm. are queer people everywhere that play video games as a matter of fact as a matter of fact for a lot of queer people out there video games is their therapy for how they deal with the world you know because the because the world is not the most the world can be the most adverse place to queer people right now and especially our trans our our trans friends you know right now um It's funny. It's like every time you turn on the news, it's, you know, like some type of LGBTQ rights are trying to get like ripped away from people. And I mean, you know, like it, it feels like, it feels like, you know, I still shed a tear, you know, like yesterday, you know, hearing that, you know, that, you know, now we can actually marry, you know, like people of the same sex and stuff like that. And then, you know, it's so yeah, like video games. So I, I give, I give a lot of kudos to developers that actually take those strides and do things because we've had games going back for a while that you know have a queer you know presence of personality like shoot way back way back when like final fight the final fight arcade game you know had an actual trans person in it you know but yeah i i i I like it Uh, i i love it actually and you know i feel like i feel like it's a new frontier you know we've got we've got wonderful games like tell me why that you know that that speaks to like the actual that speaks to the actual plight of trans people and stuff like that. We have we have games now, like like Ed mentioned with Mass Effect. Mass Effect was one of the first games where I actually where I actually it was the first game where I actually allowed myself to actually like do something with same sex romances. Like I I played other games that did that, but because Mass Effect was in my wheelhouse, where it was like basically uh, twenty four the TV series meets meets Jim Kirk from Star Trek and stuff like that. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna go all in on this, and I'm just gonna do what I feel like I would do if I was living in that day and age right there. <clears throat> so you know, I I love the opportunities. I I'm. I know more and more opportunities are going to be out there, and it's, and I feel like I feel like gaming is one of those is one of those avenues where a lot of us grew up, you know, being told that you know like we're wasting our time on video games stuff like that. So if anything, I feel like the gaming community is going to be one of the more the more malleable malleable communities that will actually embrace like L- the LGBTQ, not so much the lifestyle, but just you know recognizing and seeing it because. That's the message about everything, you know, everything civil rights related. You know, if, when you see them, you start to know, understand, and respect them. Mm-hmm. This year alone, in 2020, how... Oh, oh I was just going to say, um, this year in 2020 alone, you've seen how gaming has exploded. How, you know, of course, people being quarantined and stuff... Gaming now is a time for people to recognize what is gaming about and why we put so much 
worth why we invest so much time into this you know just look at how animal crossing done has done look at people who are who find a wii u and stuff and like getting their kids to play zelda and everything get started with actual wind worker and everything you know it a lot of people are recognizing so many games and there's so many avenues we have come a long way from seeing having a senate hearing on night trap to where that that stuff those senators are recognizing wait a minute this was nonsense compared to the stuff that's now where people are just like you are a 55 year old adult playing animal crossing and you love it you know what happened to the bang bang shooty shooty stuff well the bang bang shooty shooty stuff is hard to control i want something easy that i could digest in and animal crossing seems the way to it you know it's weird seeing how 2020 alone and how just the gaming sphere has exploded to people yeah and then listening to you 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 both talk about it 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 does fill me with a lot of hope just um about the progress um the whole acronym is made um now before we wrap up i wanted to bring up um i think this is more of a leron thing uh you're streaming um you are uh you you you, you've been streaming for about a year now how has that been it's been a it's been a rather fun ex- experience. I mean, I kind of like dove in not knowing exactly what what I was doing. Which actually, I will say this to anyone that's wanting to get in that that's probably the best way to do it because you'll wind up wasting a lot of time trying to trying to trying to get off the ground if you're trying to be perfect right out the gate and stuff like that. And yeah, I I should I probably should have been on my third year streaming so like wrapping up my second year streaming not so much my first year if i if i wasn't if if, if i wasn't just sitting there trying to like oh i gotta make sure i have this i gotta make sure i have that like there's still some equipment and things that i don't have so um so but yeah i've been working on it um i've been uh, i've been working out my channel and stuff i've been changing some things i finally got some things in place like logos and and banners and stuff and i'm actually working on that stuff myself now so i don't really have to hire people but even i i I will hire people to commission them contract them to do stuff and and things like that uh but the but the streaming's the streaming's been fun um i'm getting ready to i started off just basically like just doing nothing but like you know like gameplays of like basically monster hunter like i monster hunter is my game and I've been playing that since it first came out on PS2 way back in 2004, and um, and I'm playing the latest the latest incarnation of it on PC, and that's that's how I started streaming, but um, but I have finally started branching out to where thanks to Boss Rush, you know, like now they know, like you now they know, like you know, there's a personality behind the gamer who's always playing the 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 giant sword game slashing the <laughs> dragon dragons and stuff, uh, and they know, like you know, like I I get conversational, I I talk about all the geeky stuff that everybody else likes and stuff and like that, and it's just it's just the next bridge to what I'm what I'm planning to do with my two channels, my YouTube and my Twitch channel, because like I want to I want to get back into what I was doing with Pop Culture Shock, so eventually I'm going to start doing something for star trek because i'm a big trekkie um, i'm gonna start talking about music and stuff i'm you know i'm looking i'm looking at all the avenues i'm trying to make sure i play play safe by all the rules because you know i don't want to have my i don't want to have my channels like smack down you know right as i'm getting them off mm-hmm. the ground so i gotta make sure i'm doing anything right it's fun it's challenging uh and sometimes it can be overwhelming but i but but i'm liking it and uh and the cool thing is it's 
it's it's it's giving me what I like to do. I like I like to I like to meet people. I like to have conversations. I like to like play video games, and I like to be a nerd. So that's that's pretty much the whole shebang for me. It's so funny that you do the minor stuff and I do the retro stuff. Here I am running through Ikaruga and the Contra with only two men and Mega Man and stuff. Here he is playing my son. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> and and Cyberpunk right now, which yeah, there's a, a cool thing about that is uh like there's a bunch of there's a bunch of, you know, uh LGBT stuff in there. Like you like and crazy part is you don't even have to go looking for it. Like you you will actually stumble upon it if you're not if you're not if you're not too careful. Depending on how much how the frame rate is going, you stumble all right <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh as we wrap up edward do you want to sh- do you want to plug anything else shout anything else out that you you want to put out there to promote yes so um i am part of world one one podcast that i do with my friends which there's another video game podcast they're not part of boss rush um but we have some content out there that you guys could check on uh world one one podcast at podbean.com um i write on boss rush games uh so if you come to our website boss rush games you will see a lot about uh, a lot of variety and stuff um i've got a blog that's coming out soon but if you really want to get an idea of my writing and how I do stuff, um, I have a blog on there that says EA and Nintendo should end their business partnership. And I think you guys should really give, give them that a read. <laughs> and we have had a lot of discussions about that. And then optional opinion, you guys can find on SoundCloud, um, iTunes, Spotify, uh, all your podcast stuff. Um, yeah. Like I said, come check out boshrushgames.com and, uh, if you guys want to be a part of our shows and, and everything, just follow us and, you know, talk to us and reach out and we will have you on. Uh, we love interacting with everybody and we love supporting people. And if anyone feel like they're down and out, we will rush to support you and give you positive advice. And I always, everybody know who know me, I always be like, yes, <laughs> you know, I would give a good <laughs> yes. It, it could be, you could be like, I'm going to get sushi and I'll just have 5,000 yeses. <laughs> but yeah if you guys want to find me there and follow me i'm on twitter at that retro code um and you guys can follow me and i follow back and we could talk games food music movies um mental mental health whatever you guys want to talk about i'm there to be i'm there to support and listen so yeah and Laurent, anything you would like to shout out uh, just, um, yeah, I, I'll just do my regular plug that I do from, uh, from the Crossroads show, you know, just come over to bossrushgames.com. Check us out. We have a lot of content and stuff out there. Like you will not be disappointed. We, uh, we, we, well, we typically have what four shows a week. Uh, we have what yes. actually we have five shows a week. Cause we have the Nintendo, we have Arsenal X was the Xbox show on, on, on Sunday nights. Uh, then we have pal block on Monday nights. PlayStation show Crossroads is on, is on Tuesday nights. And then, um, tower casuals is what Thursday or Friday? Thursday. It's Thursday night, and then Saturday we had the Boss Rush podcast. So, so yeah, like there's there's a variety of content just just to watch, you know, if you had to come check us out and things like that. Um, and then um, and then just uh, also just being over on the um, on the website, you'll also get the chance to like read some of our blogs and our articles and our reviews and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, that's that that's those are my plugs. And uh, oh, and a quick shout out to my uh, to my partners on the um, on the Crossroads stream, uh, Nelly and Austin. You guys, you guys keep me humble. 
<laughs> and uh, what's what's your Twitch channel, by the way? Okay, for uh, my Twitch channel is uh, twitch.tv slash exodus803. That's E-X-O-D-U-S 803. Uh, and the cool thing is exodus803 is also my gamer tag and various and my and also my social media handle. So you're, it's easy to find me. Great. Um, well, I want to thank you both for appearing today and having this great discussion. And I, I do really appreciate it. It's, it's been, it's been great. Thank you very much for having us. All right. And now for all, all you out there listening, stay queer. Mm-hmm.